Hi there, welcome to the Ditcher Diet Podcast. My name is Kerry Williams and I'm a life and a weight loss coach helping women to lose weight for the last time by creating a weight loss mindset. So today we are talking about holidays. It's July 2020 at the moment and holidays seem to be a very hot topic. There's lots of people who are planning to go away at the moment. So I thought I'd record a podcast for you and just share the strategy and the workbook that I encourage my clients to go through that helps them to get success while they're going on a holiday. Because the thing is, it should be a time when we're super happy really, you know, happy to get away from home, to go and chill out, enjoy the sun perhaps. But when we're losing weight or when we're really conscious of our weight, it can bring up a lot of anxiety. It's really common for women in these situations to start getting really worried that they're going to just put on loads of weight while they're away because they don't maybe have complete control over the food that they're going to be eating. Um, Sometimes they might be worried about what it's going to be like traveling with certain people. They might be considered uh, what we call food pushers. So people who perhaps uh, will offer us things that we know we don't want to be eating a lot of uh, or just people that we find that we break our own boundaries with ourselves around. So handling food pushers can be something that comes up for people as well. And also it might just be that you're in a hotel or something and you just don't know exactly what's in the buffet or you might actually not trust yourself around those kinds of foods. So it can bring up all sorts of anxiety. Now, what I suggest with my clients and what I use for myself as well is a seven step process where we actually create a plan for going away. And so that we're not actually reactive to the situation, we become proactive instead. So actually planning what we're going to do, roughly speaking, what we're going to eat as best we can while we're away can really help us to ensure success and to actually also think, what is our goal for our return? Do we want to put on weight? Do we want to maintain or do we actually want to come back having lost weight? Because all of those things are possible. So I always encourage people to actually decide in advance, what do you want it to look like when you come back? You've got the choice. You can do any of those three things. And I've seen clients have success again and again with this strategy. It really works. I had someone who decided that, you know what, she wasn't bothered about continuing to lose weight. She was traveling with her family. And so she was, she went away and she wanted to really enjoy her time in Portugal. So while she was away, she decided that she was going to maintain her weight. And so she decided in advance how many joy eats she could have, how many times a week she could have a meal where it didn't matter whether or not these foods were on her plan or on her protocol, how many times a week that that would be okay and allow her to come back maintaining her weight loss. And she did that. She maintained her weight loss while she was away. She had a framework in mind before she even went. She knew what types of foods were available. She was able to easily get foods on plan. And then she had more joy eats than she normally does while she was away. And she had a great time. She was able to celebrate um, some some of the, the occasions that, that they were celebrating as a family while they're away. There were some big celebrations going on and she was able to just completely participate, not overeat and come back maintaining her weight loss. So that was a really successful story. And I've also had success um, with another client who 
has been away recently and had to self-isolate and she has been able to plan in advance and has actually found that she's amazed that she's actually able to do it. So that's another thing. She just completely did not trust herself that she could leave home, that she could be away from the foods that she usually buys from the supermarket and actually just eat the foods that were on her plan and she's been able to do that. So planning ahead really works. And we know this because we use this this similar kind of strategy for our day-to-day weight loss plan. So when you're planning ahead, you are using the highest part of your brain. You're activating that part of the brain that is in alignment, that wants you to get towards your goal. You're not being led by your lower brain, by the reptilian brain or the inner cave woman that is reactive on a day-to-day basis because without a plan, you are subject to being led by your inner cave woman. The inner cave woman who may just want to uh, you know, get more pleasure from food because she's, you know, maybe hot and tired on, on a day away on a holiday and just wants the easiest option. So she'll go for whatever food is in front of her. When you've actually planned, you've got a much higher chance of actually following through and having success while you're away. So it's a really, really great strategy. Okay, so this can be used for holidays and vacations, which is what we're talking about today. But also if you're just going away for the weekend, um, maybe you're visiting friends or family and you have less control over the food that is put in front of you um, on your plate. Um, it might also be times like Christmas or um, you know Diwali or any of you know the other kind of cultural and religious celebrations that we have. So any period of time where perhaps you're away from home or you just don't have full control over what you're eating, you can use this strategy. Now I'm going to make the document available for you. It's a planning document that you can download. It's a PDF and you can fill this in before your holiday. So this is going to take you through the process. So just to uh, go over what the strategy is, uh, firstly, it's about setting a goal. Uh, Number two is mapping the trip out. Number three is doing some research. Number four is a bit of planning. Number five is strategizing. Uh, Number six is a bit of thought work. And number seven is loving what is. So I'm going to talk you through those seven points now. So let's set a goal. First and foremost, you want to decide in advance, where do you want to be at the end of this event? At the end of this trip, do you want to lose weight? Do you want to maintain your weight? Or are you happy for a small gain? Because if you're following the the uh, ideas and the teachings that I share on this podcast, you know that you've got complete control to just get back on your plan when you're back, if you've gained a little bit when you're away. So all of these things are possible. You get to decide what do you want to do? Do you want to lose? Do you want to maintain? Or are you happy for a small gain? And if you're happy for a small gain or if you're happy to lose, you might also just want to quantify that. So how much am I happy to gain? How much am I happy to lose? Right, then you want to break it down. You really want to map it out. So consider how many days away um, are you are you away for? How many days are you spending away from home? That's a better way to put it, isn't it? Bit of a tongue twister there. How many days are you going to be away from home? So let's just say maybe it's 10 days. So you've got 10 days where you can start to think roughly 
what might I be doing? What activities have we got planned? Have we got day trips planned? Um, you know, is there travel to and from? Are you getting on a plane? Are you uh, getting a big taxi? Is there a big taxi ride at the other end? Are, are there boats? You know, have a think about all the different travel that you're doing. Is it to and from and also on the trip as well? In between, you might have travel days. How many meals are you looking into uh, planning for? And we're not going to talk about a really, really detailed plan here because sometimes it's hard. We don't know exactly what we're going to do on our days away. We don't know exactly which restaurants are, are around us and we don't know exactly what's available, but we can start to get an idea and we can sketch it out so that we're not going completely into an emotional reaction when we're there, we've got some idea of what's what's there. So figure out how many meals are you looking into. I also suggest thinking about not only the travel to and from the destination that you're going to, but also what are you going to do when you get back? Because something that, that trips up a lot of my clients that I work with is that return, coming home to an empty fridge and then just being like, oh my God, I'm so hungry. And they end up just ordering pizza or something like that. So also think about what are you going to do when you get back? When are you going to have the opportunity to go to the supermarket? Could you maybe just um, write a quick plan for a couple of days when you get back, perhaps you have something frozen um, or you have a little list and you know that you can pop into the little shop on the way home and you know grab a couple of fresh ingredients and you've already decided what you're going to eat for a couple of days when you get back so that you've got something there. So also think about when you're coming back and when you're going to have an opportunity to restock the fridge. Okay, the research stage. So you want to start considering now that you know all of the days that you're going to be away and you know how many meals approximately you're going to be looking into. And you also know, you know, some of the, the kind of key events. So, um, you know, the days that you're traveling, any of the day trips, maybe there's a big dinner on a certain night, there might be a celebration going on. So you want to start researching, do a little bit of research about what's available at the train stations and the airports. Can you take your own food on the transport? What types of food are common at your destination? If you're going overseas, you might not be really familiar with all the different dishes that are available there. Um, are there any local dishes that fit into your protocol? Um, are there any supermarkets and self-catering facilities? So, so you might want to have a look, quick look on Google Maps, have a look at your hotel or your Airbnb. What's around you? Where can you go and buy food from? If there's self-catering, you can think, you know, do I want to be eating out all the time? Do I want to be cooking in sometimes? So maybe I do a trip to the supermarket and, you know, you can sketch out what types of foods you're going to buy from the supermarket. Um, as I say, this is also um, a great planner for if you're going to a relative's house. So it might be that you're going for a weekend away, say at your in-laws or something. So if you're having other people cook for you, what are they likely to cook? Can you make a phone call and just say, see what's on the menu? Would that be appropriate? Do you want to consider whether or not you want to bring some of your own things to add into the mix? So just consider all of the types of things that are available to you. Have a look at where you've mapped out your days, what you're doing, and then research some of the options that you'll have available to you. And then you want to really plan it. So you've got lots of information, you've got your framework, you know how many days you're away for, uh, so then you can pop them all into a plan. You can start sketching that out. So you might want to consider what are you eating while you're traveling? Do you need to eat? Um, you know, 
what restaurants look good. You know, maybe you want to prioritize a little list of restaurants that look great. And perhaps you've looked at the menu online and you've seen they've got some great dishes. Some might be joy eats, some might be on, you know, on your plan. Um, so maybe you can prioritize a few different restaurants that you want to check out. Um, you know, what are the local foods that you want to, to try at your destination? Are there any, any days where you're perhaps hanging around the local area of the, your, your accommodation where you can try some of these local eats? Have a think about your goal when you're planning all of this as well. So you might want to consider the strategy here. If you want to maintain, then how many joy eats do you think you will allow yourself during this period that will align with that goal of not putting on weight and not losing weight? So we usually say, you know, one joy eat a week is the perfect amount. If you are uh, losing weight, that's, you know, generally what we say is a rule of thumb. So do you allow yourself two joy eats or three joy eats a week while you're away? Perhaps you've got a goal of continuing to lose weight while you're away. Are you going to fast at all? Are you doing intermittent fasting? So does that mean that there are meals that you don't have to worry about? However, you might want to think about what does that mean when everyone else sits down to eat and I'm fasting? So you might not always be able to fully plan. I mentioned that and that's okay. Um, it might be that there are different restaurants or different events where you just don't know what food is going to be served and that's okay. You can decide in advance what kinds of foods am I going to look for. Maybe you're eating kind of in a paleo style way. Maybe your plan and your protocol is very paleo inspired. So perhaps for you, it means you're going to have a look for some nice um, healthy meats and some vegetables or if you're vegetarian, maybe you're looking for a pulse dish with some veggies or something like that, some kind of salad dish. So you can just decide in advance what types of things are you looking for on the menu that will help you to narrow down your selection when you're actually able to sit down and have a look at that menu in the restaurant. Are you taking any of your own food? You might want to have a look and see whether or not you need to stock up and take some food. Um, that might help you if you're uh, self-catering if you're making breakfast some days um, you know in your accommodation so have a think about your own food as well so on your pdf document you can start to put all of this against the days that you've mapped out as best you can as i say we're just sketching it out we're not doing anything too hard and fast and we're not being too restrictive the next step is to strategize and i recommend this because we want to think about what obstacles and challenges we might face in advance. It helps to give us a plan. If we find that we have any challenging situations, then we know we've got a strategy in our back pocket and we can pull it out and we can put it into you so you don't have to think on your feet. So you might get told, for instance, that you can't bring your own food on a plane or on the train. So that, that happened uh, to me actually when I was flying back to New Zealand and we were going via Korea and on Korea Airlines, you weren't allowed to take your own food. <laughs> we, we'd bought loads of food from Pret in the airport. We got nice salads and, you know, some sushi and stuff like that. And, you know, we were really excited to eat that because I find, you know, plain food for me ends up 
just giving me lots of digestive issues. I don't tend to digest it really well. So I try and I try and eat my own food if I can. And then we were told that we can't eat it. And it was like a 26 hour flight from London to Auckland. You know, we were changing over in, in um, Seoul and, and I was like, oh God, it looks like I'm going to be fasting for part of it. And then I did eat some of the food as well, but that, that really threw me. I hadn't actually considered that I might not be able to take my own food. So have a think about that. What will you do in that case? Um, is it possible that you might find that there are very few vegetables at your destination? Maybe you're going to a, co- a country where they are big on meat or they're really big on, you know, carby type dishes. So what's your strategy going to be if you can't quite find the types of food on your plan? What are some of the things that you could do if you come across that problem? What about the people around you? Are you traveling with someone that might be pushing you a little bit to eat? You know, like, come on, have another glass of wine. We're on holiday. Or why don't you treat yourself to dessert? We're on holiday. You deserve it. That kind of thing. What will you do in that situation? What types of things could you say? How do you want the outcome of that conversation to go? Do you want to have your own boundaries for yourself and follow through with them? And so the outcome is that you say thanks, but no, and you maintain your boundary. Or do you decide in advance, actually, maybe I am on holiday and I want to let myself have a little bit more flexibility. You get to decide in advance. You might also find that there's some people that you're traveling with that for whatever reason, you just find yourself not following through on your plans. And it may not even be that they're necessarily kind of pushing you or encouraging you to eat, but it might just be those kinds of people for whatever reason that you just end up going, yeah, give me another glass of wine. You know, it might be the the kind of people that you enjoy getting a little bit drunk with, or maybe you end up, you know, always eating with these people and you end up having three courses and a big long evening of like lots of lovely food and conversation. So have a think about if that's a possibility, what is your strategy for that? How do you want that to go? You know, if you're used to maybe always having lots of, um, you know, courses with someone in particular, you might decide in advance, how many courses do you want to have with them? How much do you want to eat? Do you want to overeat or do you want to eat to number three on the hunger scale where you're light, you're satisfied, you're participating, but you're not overeating. So you get to decide that. Um, What are you going to do if someone's cooking for you and there's nothing on protocol? There's nothing that you can uh, have in the house that is going to be on your plan. What's your strategy at that point? And maybe you might feel inside that it's boring or you're missing out. So there could be some thought work to do around that. And that leads very nicely into the next step, which is all about what are your thoughts? Are you unsure if you can follow through? Are you uncertain of your ability to say no? I suggest just doing a little bit of journaling around that and find out what thoughts, what beliefs, what uncertainties do you have about yourself before you go so that you can think about those as a strategy as well. If I'm tempted to not follow through with my plan, what is my strategy? If I'm not sure if I can say no, what is my what can I say to people in that scenario? What are some of the practice kind of conversations I can have before I go? So just get yourself prepared. And finally, I encourage you to just love what is. You've decided and prepped all you can now. So just focus on the holiday. Enjoy being with your loved ones if you're traveling with people. And 
practice just curiosity and compassion while you're away. Yes, you might overeat sometimes. Yes, you might overdrink sometimes, but just enjoy it because after all, you should be enjoying your trip and just do your best and learn from anything that happens while you're there. You can learn the lessons, you can take them forward. And the next time you go away, you're going to get better and better at doing this. And that's the whole point at the end of the day. It's about progress, not perfection. So I hope that's helpful for you if you're about to go on holiday and you're feeling a little bit anxious about how you're going to go while you're away. I hope that this helps for you. You can come over to my website and you can download the PDF document that's associated with this. So if you just head on over to kerrydwilliams.com forward slash 2424, you'll go to the podcast page and you'll see that there is a little box there and you can download and access this PDF planner that I've mentioned. So hopefully that will guide you through this process and have a wonderful holiday. Enjoy yourself and I'll speak to you next week. Bye for now. If you enjoyed this episode, then I invite you to check out my five steps to stop overeating training. You can go to my website, kerrydwilliams.com forward slash five steps, and that's the number five, then steps. And you can sign up for this five day series. So in this series, I'm going to guide you step by step through a process so that you can create a foundation to put in place to break that pattern of overeating and start losing weight for the last time. So if you would like to go deeper with everything we talk about on this podcast, then this is the first step. You can go to my website, kerrydwilliams.com forward slash five steps to access the training. And that is spelled K-E-R-I-D williams.com. I look forward to seeing you on the training.